Welcome to the Fire to Flourishing podcast, a place where I hope your soul finds joy, your heart finds belonging, and your story finds community. Come along with us as we share our stories of courage in the day-to-day and the promises of hope that lead us to tomorrow. Your story is important. Pull up a chair. We can't wait to chat. We might catch a little bit of rackus around, but we'll try our best here too. Okay, awesome. So you're in Toronto. How long have you yeah. been there? Uh, we just got here this morning. Lots of traveling. You guys are all over the place. Yeah. Where'd you come from before that? Uh, we were in Montreal yesterday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So okay. where did we meet you? What's I it met in- you guys at Grove City College in PA. Okay, yeah, yeah. A couple yeah, weeks yeah. ago, two or three yeah. weeks ago, I think. I lost track of time. Yeah, and that's, I remember Grove City. Um, yeah, we've been playing pretty much a show every night. So before you know it, they kind of start kind of blending together and you, it's hard to separate all the different cities, you know? I cannot imagine. I mean, <laughs> maybe refresh your memory. It was like a tiny little, almost like a high school <laughs> basketball court. Oh, yeah. And I it was that. 100 degrees in there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We won't forget that one. It was that was pretty fun, and the crowd was awesome. It was good. That was I was I was surprised. I've never been to Grove City. I only live about an hour from there, but I thought the crowd was awesome. So That's that was cool. good. They were, and because it was a gym, the the sound was like amplified. You know, so it's great. Is that hard? It, I would. Th- I mean, I don't know anything about that. I would think that would be difficult, like playing in a small space like that. Oh, I mean, I think the hardest thing was just the heat because it was like you're just sweating the whole time, you know, but yeah, it's actually, I think it makes it more fun because it's just compact and loud and there's a better energy, you know, energy in the room. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so before we get too far <laughs> in, I got to introduce you guys. Okay, cool. To listeners. So, you know me, I'm Mackenzie. We met yes. at Grove City in PA. You guys are opening for Ren Collective. Mm-hmm. Land of Color. So you guys were formerly known as Holy Mountain before, yeah. right? Okay. Is, are we allowed to talk about that? Is that okay? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's okay. not. Ta- <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> How come you changed your name? So um, we were Holy Mountain for probably the first year or so of, of our existence. And then um, we got connected with the record label, um, and it's going to get louder. So we've got a little bit of the sound coming through. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> anyway, um, the record label couldn't really um, secure the copyright for Holy Mountain, and there was a couple of other bands with the same name. Okay. So they suggested we change our name, and then we we went on a big search for a new band name, and we we came up with Land of Color. How'd you come up with that? Um, we. It took a long time, but we, we kind of like the name for a few reasons. Um, one of them is we feel like sonically our music is quite an eclectic mix of different styles. And um, with me coming from South Africa and Thomas from Colorado, it's like a, you know at the ends of the earth kind of meeting sonically and kind of coming up with a new sort of sound. Um, so there's that. And then also it has a few spiritual meanings for us. Um, we, we feel like God's definitely painting a picture and telling his story on the earth of his his love for humanity and um, all of us 
contribute to that and he's kind of made us all unique to contribute to this land of color and we um we're bringing our gifts and encouraging people to bring theirs and just be part of the story um so that's one of the many meanings (laughs) yeah that's awesome i love that that's really i mean it has a meaning that's special so you just to introduce you to the listeners thomas ewing Mm -hmm. and gary ray Yes. Is that correct? I said that uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And the band is just the two of you, right? Like there's all these different sounds when you hear, you know, but that's just, how do you do that? How does that? Well, we do, you know, there's some stuff that we'll do live to um, fill up the sound and uh, we both play guitars. And then I, I think having our voices harmonizing, that adds a stack of sonic, you know, it fills a sonic space that helps where it's two voices kind of doing that. So that helps feel like it's bigger sounding. And then um, I play a kick pedal and Gary plays a tambourine on both of our feet. And then um, we've got some stuff like back in our tracks that will layer some like low end sounds and different things like that too. So it's kind of a combination of doing things live and then mixing it with some things, some elements from like production elements that will blend into the mix as well. Yeah, it's really cool. It's an amazing sound. So do you want to describe to people who haven't heard your music yet what you sound like? Because it I, there's so many different genres that come to mind. You know, when I, I mean, I was trying to describe it and it was just like, it's folk, it's indie, it's, you know, it's like a little yeah. bit of pop, it's like a little acoustic. It's kind of like a mesh of everything. Totally. Yeah, I think you nailed it. All those things are part of the sound, you know? Yeah, great. We have a lot of people um, comparing us to like the, the old um, du- duo Simon and Garfunkel. That is so funny because it's exactly what we said when we heard you <laughs> that yeah. night. was like, you're like a Christian version of Simon yeah. and Garfunkel. We don't even know them that well. Obviously, we know a few of their hit songs, but um, yeah. I guess two kind of distinct voices singing harmonies together. So that that's, I guess, what, what causes the, the comparison. Yeah, probably. So... Mm-hmm. Gary, you're not from the States, obviously. I guess you made everybody guess. I thought you're from Australia. I thought I nailed it. I thought you nailed it. <laughs> I did not nail it. <laughs> Where are you from? Um, so I'm from South Africa in a city called Cape Town. Okay, so how did you end up here with Toss? Uh, I actually came over with a separate, with a different band about 16 years ago. And um, we came over to work with a record label in California. Um, and did that for a little bit, and um, the band didn't really last long, but um, I landed up staying in the States and, and was a worship director at a church in California for like nine years. Wow, that's awesome. And after that, moved to Nashville, and then a little while after moving to Nashville, I met up with Thomas, and then we started this journey together. Okay, very crazy. Yeah. So you guys have been going this like three years now, around about Something like that, yeah. 2015, I think, was our first show oh wow 2016 september of 2016 was our first gig show i don't really know much about the music industry but i feel like that's a short amount of time to be where you are now i think it i think it is in uh i think it is but there's we're also a little bit older too you know there's a lot of bands that will start out and be touring and they'll be at the grind for you know 10 years before they kind of break through you know yeah, and, um, and we both separately, this that didn't contribute to us um, where we are now, I don't think a ton, but we both separately have been doing music and have 
connections in different places. And it was really easy for us once we started playing together. We just started going back to all of our churches and friends and families and sharing our music with them. And so that was automatically like a little bit of a support base that we could start sharing our music with. And I think that's given, that was a big leverage point just to start touring real quick. And um, yeah, so. So how did you end up with Rend Collective? Because that's pretty, I mean. Yeah. I have to, I have to say something about Rend Collective first because a couple months ago I looked up going, when are they going to come to the States? You know, like I'm never going to see them. (laughs) And the next thing I knew they were an hour from me. So that was pretty awesome. And then, you know, all of this and seeing you guys. So how did you end up there opening? So, um, we, how we got connected with our record label is, um, we are friends with a bunch of guys from a band called 10th Avenue North. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they were the first ones to kind of hear the songs we were writing and really believe in them. And they actually started a record label with Provident, which is the Christian arm of Sony Music. Wow, okay. They started a new imprint label, and, and they wanted us to be the first band that they signed to this label. So that's how our record label is with them. And they have a real good connection with Rent Collective. They actually gave Rent Collective their start they, in the States. So they invited Rent to come open for them when they were doing really well, and they still are. Um, so, yeah, we're gonna fly. <laughs> so, basically, um, Rand Collect was kind of returning the favor, taking Tense and New Band on the road with them, and they've, I mean, they've told us that they really like our music and they think it's a good fit, so. Um, yeah, it's perfect. I think it's a combination of that, and also that we kind of travel pretty light, because it's just two of us. So we don't take up too much space on the bus and kind of have a small footprint. Are you guys uh, on the same bus as them? You're all uh-huh. on the yeah. bus? Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, that is fun. So you guys, you're married, you have families, right? Are they all, are they in Nashville? Yep. Okay. Yeah. How, how is that? Is that tough, like being gone, you know, or are you guys just... It is what it is. <laughs> it's life, right? It's, it's definitely a, a juggling act just to make sure you keep your marriage in, in balance. And your, um, We're both married, and I have some kids. There's um, my wife right there. <laughs> she knew. Um, <laughs> yeah, she knew. Yeah, we both have amazing supportive wives who really believe in what we do. So that's, I guess, the backbone of what we do. We wouldn't be able to do it if our wives didn't believe in it and yeah. didn't send us out with their blessing. You know? So we, yeah, we've very fortunate in that way and we also do try to keep our travel in check I mean lately it's been pretty crazy but um, it's not always crazy we make sure that we build some margin into our lives so that we can spend a good amount of time with family so it's it's working well Um, but that's not to say it doesn't get tough at times you know yeah sure what does your what does faith look like on the road because I mean it's hard enough being like an average person in the world you know just like maintaining a walk of faith and going to church on Sundays and being involved in all of that. But how does that play into, I mean, you're out there, you're in probably typically Christian venues, you know, that sort of thing. But how does your faith walk play into, or what kind of things do you do to maintain that, you know, like walk when you're busy? That's a good question. I've been like, I had such great ambitions of on this tour, like every morning waking up at six o'clock, having a good quiet time and, and just doing nothing. And it's actually like I wake up at 10, 30 a.m. and just make it through the day. So I don't, like I'm, every mother ever. <laughs> like, I'm going to get up this morning. Yeah. Just gotta, I'm just going to be honest. 
tell it's going horribly. <laughs> I mean, I, fortunately, uh, uh, standing with the Lord isn't, you know, dependent on how disciplined we are and how we're quiet down. But um, it, it is hard because there's not, you're not in the same routines as usual, you know. So, um, fortunately, we get to meet some amazing people who really encourage us with these churches. And we hear people's stories of how the Lord met them during the songs. And I, I feel like I kind of siphon off of that quite a bit and just realize that, you know, the Lord's really in this and people are getting, you know, touched by him. So it, it helps too to have uh, like a buddy in this world, like in our situation, you know, like we've got each other to process life and all this stuff this new experience that we're in right now it'd be different if we were by our you know you're kind of a solo artist and you don't you're kind of like on your own you know yeah. and well it gives which, you kind of accountability too and someone else who's walking through it with you absolutely and that's that's been one of the coolest gifts i think for both of us in this journey is just to kind of win and lose together and almost like we say it's like a marriage in a lot of ways because we're experiencing new things together that we haven't before and then trying to process that and then also have families back home and how to do life on the road and also be present with our families and chase after the Lord in whatever way that means and you know and we get to do that together which is really yeah. nice it's not lonely you know yeah <laughs> It's unique in its form, but, you know, it's almost like a so, gift that God gave you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I was going to jump in that and say, yeah, so, I mean, that's a huge gift that, that we, you know, God's blessed us with a good relationship, an open relationship that we can um, be real with each other and encourage each other. But also when we're traveling with other bands, I mean, um, Rand, those guys are obviously the real deal and they, they have great faith and, and, and we kind of, learn from them. We're always asking them how they're doing things, you know, so it's cool to kind of come under their wing and just mm -hmm. like, I don't know, kind of watch their lives as an example and see how, how we, we want to do this. Cause we, we kind of see ourselves like at the early stages of what they're doing now. Mm -hmm. So right now is when we're kind of setting the course for how we want things to look when we're headlining a tour, you know? Yeah. Right. That's exactly right. And they're kind of a mentorship to you yeah. almost to, you know, that's great. So where has been your favorite place that you've gone? Mm. On this tour or in general? Mm, probably in general. Mm. Mm. Uh, well, anytime we go down to California, it's always nice. The sun's usually always shining. That's help helpful. <laughs> and, uh, and then we were up in, we spent a lot of time this last year up in uh, like Seattle and the Pacific North west yeah and um that's beautiful area too as far as being outside and stuff but yeah we had a great experience in montreal the last few days we had a couple of off days there too and really blown away by that city it's really cool it kind of feels like you're in europe oh wow uh, it speaks french and it's a big city it's almost two million people and i just wow. never knew and it's a lot of culture and great coffee shops and um yeah so, I mean, I guess that's just fresh in my memory, but I'd have to put that up there with one of my favorite cities. Where do you want to go? Or where do you hope to go? Uh, we, I mean, eventually we want to make it down to South Africa. And oh, yeah. uh, we just got to save up money and sell all of our things and get there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so our buy instrument. merchandise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
Um, yeah, that would be awesome. We, I mean, Europe for sure. Yeah, definitely overseas. I mean, we we want to share our music with as many people as possible. So. Well, I mean, Run Collective is Ireland, right? Uh, yep, Northern Ireland. I mean, you've got like a little bit of an opening. <laughs> That's yeah, it that way. Outside, we might get invited over there. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and we also want to. I mean. We want to go to Hawaii too. Of course, I mean that's like a given. Spiritual reason. I mean, just to bless the people there. It, it's all for, <laughs> for blessing them. I'm sure that's why you want to go. They're lost people, man. <laughs> uh, that's fun. <clears throat> so, oh, there was one more thing I was going to ask you about. Your who's your favorite? Like, if you had to tell someone else who your favorite person to listen to is right now, favorite entertainer or musician or what would you say? Um, I think we listen to a bunch of different music all the time, and so it's hard to pinpoint like one artist, but one that I've always gone back to is a guy named Jose Gonzalez, and um, he's just, usually it's just him and his guitar, and he's an amazing guitar player and an amazing vocalist, and um, it's just really moody and it's it's beautiful music so it's really inspiring just to pop on and it's um yeah that's that's definitely my probably go-to thomas you're are you a left-handed guitar player yeah okay that's not i mean you don't see that very often i know you don't people get confused when they see a left-handed person in life there's only a <laughs> ten of us on the world on the planet so <laughs> okay yeah Okay, where does your inspiration come from, or who do you like to go to when you're looking for something, Gary? Oh, man, I, that's a hard question. I know it should be easy, but... um sorry. I, I mean, what comes to mind is, like, a guy like John Borman, who's uh, he's in the band Switchfoot, and he has some solo stuff that I just... I think we, we both just connect to that kind of music. He's telling the stories... Um, in a real honest way and the music's kind of indie sounding and, and I think we kind of lean towards that sound quite a bit. He has a unique sound in his voice. Uh-huh. You know who he is as soon as you hear him too. He's not just like another voice on the radio. Absolutely. So I'll ask you guys one last question unless you have anything else to add. Anything no? you want to say? What, what's the hope or what message do you want your music what do you want people to get out of your music when they listen to it? What do you hope for that? Something comes to mind is, I think Thomas said this and it really resonated with me, is that like, we want people to like feel the closeness of God at our shows, and but not necessarily, I mean, we're definitely not a worship band, but we, we kind of want people to experience that presence of God in a non-church setting, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's like a lot of people never won't go to church, but if we can do shows to people who don't know God or that might know God but aren't coming to church, like we can bring that to them. So I don't know, that just came to mind. <laughs> just spitballing. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think, you know, what I've what I feel comes out of our music, at least when we're creating it and then when we're playing it, is a sense of um, just freedom and peace. And I think those are two things that we've both experienced and are experiencing in our life now of just um, just even walking with the Lord for our whole lives for the most part and, and you know, fighting our way through that and 
struggling with our faith and then coming out. I don't even think we've come out on the other side for myself. I don't think I've come out on the other side. I'm still just in the, in the stages of like not wrestling with faith, but just, um, processing. I mean, life is hard and there's always ups and downs. There's times that you feel really strong and your understanding of what's going on and times where you're like, what is going on? I don't, I don't really have a, an answer for this, but through the ups and the downs, there's such a peace that we have with, with the Lord that he's, what I've seen is that he's just always there and that there's, there's some joy and freedom that can come out of that. And our worship in those struggling moments is where, um, it's just a new level of joy and a new level of freedom once you're just connecting to that, if that makes any sense. And so I feel like when we're writing music and we're playing these songs, it's just like, we want people to feel a freedom in their hearts to connect with God in a different way. Um, or, yeah, just understand that they're loved in a different way that they haven't before and just maybe breaking some things spiritually that that they don't even know what's happening, you know? It's just the Holy Spirit's doing his work. Yeah. I think music has that capability. I mean, it has that emotional and spiritual aspect to it, you know, that we oftentimes we don't give credit to, you know, and I think it really can reach that inside of us and kind of, for lack of better word, trigger, you know, something yeah. inside of you that's like, what? is this and I haven't experienced this and that's the Holy Spirit, you know, yeah. kind of working from the inside. So I totally get that. And I agree. I mean, life, faith is a walk. It's not, it's, you know, it's our whole lifetime and there are highs and there are lows. But like you said, I think when we can choose to praise God in all of it, in the valleys and the mountains and all of that, that's where the growth really happens, you know, yeah. and that matters. So, okay, that's great. Well, where can people find you and your music? Because they're going to go look for you now. Well, I'll give you Gary's address, his home address, and then <laughs> find him right there. You're going to need a P.O. box. <laughs> yeah, the P.O. box. Uh, we're, you know, we're on all the uh, you know, streaming platforms and anywhere that you can listen to music, um, on Spotify and uh, Apple Music and Google Play and all that stuff. And then our um, our website is landofcolormusic.com and all of our socials are that as well, Land of Color Music. And um, we're mostly active on Instagram, I think is the platform that we're posting a lot of things to. And then um, also, yeah, I'm, I guess Facebook too is a way to find us. Yeah, and then the best way to stay in touch with us is go to our website and join our email list because email is probably the best way that we can let people know about when we're in the area. Also about new music, um, we send up our email list people new music first and we kind of treat them like kind of a little more family, part of our online community. So if you want to really stay connected, you can do that. Um, okay. What about your tour? What's the plan? What's the with the or with just in general for the rest of the year? Or? Yeah, for the rest of the year. I mean, right now you're on tour with Rend. How long does that go for? That'll go until, I think, October 27th. And then um, November we're going to be recording and working on new music. And then uh, December, or end of November, and then into December we're going on a Christmas tour with 10th Ave. Um, and that'll be really fun. They do a thing called Decade the Halls, and it's just a it's like a Christmas pageant um, <laughs> for all ages. It's very funny and goofy and we have a lot of fun with it. We actually 
well, we come out as Simon and Garfunkel and do oh. it for the 60s. And it's and uh, better and better. <laughs> yeah, it just gets better and better. Yeah. So we're looking, that's like a couple weeks long. And that's, we did that last year and it was just really fun. So doing that and then beginning of the year, we're, the plan is to release some new music. So we've, we've been sitting on a bunch of songs and um, got to meet with the label when we get back in town after this tour and figure out a release strategy to start getting them out there. Okay, awesome. I mean, I don't think you'll have any trouble. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else you guys want to add? No, Mackenzie, you're awesome. Thanks for what you do. Thank you. This is awesome. Thanks so much for talking to me, guys. It was great yeah. getting to know you a little better. And I'm going to tell everybody to go buy your music, though. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. I'll see you guys. I'm sure we'll I'll see. be seeing you some more. Okay, okay. cool. Well, friends, that concludes our time together for now. Thanks so much for stopping by, taking the time to listen, and please feel free to drop a line anytime. Remember, your stories are important here. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at handle fire to flourishing. That's right, fire to flourishing. As always, be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait on the Lord. Psalm 31, 24. Thanks, guys. Hope you'll meet us back here this week for another very special guest. Catch you next time.